Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hey, chickens. Uh, we're still on the impossible planet. Chickens, fabulous Adam Richard here, and uh, I'm still making my way through the Impossible Planet, uh, the David Tennant episode. Um, Rose has just gotten a phone call. That's where we left it yesterday. Uh, he is awake, and then she gets a bit freaked out and throws her phone across the room. I should have mentioned earlier. She got her phone out and went, "Ma, oh, there's no signal. I can't even call Mum." to tell her that I'm going to be stuck here forever because the TARDIS has been sucked down to the middle of the planet. Uh, and then the phone rings after she said it doesn't work. And so it's like, oh, what? It doesn't work. I thought it didn't work. And it's like, oh, it still doesn't work. It's weird. Um, so they go down and ask uh, the ethics officer <laughs> about the Ood's telepathic feed, which he says is low level. Um, and they're a basic five, which means they're just sort of like empathic and they can't really think things. And then suddenly the telepathy ramps up to basic 30. It's like, this is weird. This episode is like, as soon as you mention something, uh, as being boring and normal, suddenly it becomes a terrifying thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, my phone doesn't work. Oh, there's a scary man on it. Oh, the Ood's only basic five. Now they're basic 30. Um, then the Ood all stand up and say, you will worship him. It's like, oh, and all at once in unison. Pretty spooky. Um, so, Scooty, uh, she's the youngest member of the crew. I know I didn't really introduce them earlier because I can't remember their names, but I remember Scooty because she's got a stupid name. Um, Scooty goes, <laughs> Scooty Ministra. It's, it sounds like, um, a, a, you know, a, a kind of mucus. Oh, my Scooty Ministra has got, <laughs> has got a bacteria in it. Anyway. 
<laughs> I don't know why I think it sounds like mucus, but it does. Anyway, old mucus head. Um, Scooty talks to the door. Uh, she's like, who opened the door? And they're like, uh, someone, someone opened the door. Someone opened the door. And then she's like, well, who went? Then they're like, I don't know. And like, well, who was what suit? Like, they would have put their suit on. They go, no, no, no one's outside with a suit. So clearly we find out someone's outside without a suit. Um, then the door gives it a bit of, he is awake. Uh, <laughs> I love when, like, when, <laughs> when ordinary things go crazy. Like when, like if the GPS started saying, <laughs> you know, like, turn left at the next intersection and please die. Uh, <laughs> I love those things. Like they're extra creepy. Like the, the mundane going, going crackers. Um, so she looks out through the window and there's Toby outside basking in the black sun. Uh, black Hole Sun by Soundgarden is one of my favourite songs, by the way. I know, here we are on a tangent. Um, I love Chris Cornell. Uh, very, very sad about his passing. Um, but yeah, Black Hole Sun is a great song. Like, I've been listening to the Westworld soundtrack uh, when I've been doing my work this week. And there is a gorgeous uh, pianola version of Black Hole Sun on that soundtrack that is just primo. Um, I know, you didn't think I like rock music, but here I am. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of it. I don't I don't really listen to much music with lyrics. Uh, just because, well, you know, 10 years of breakfast radio and then an entire year doing a music quiz show uh, where we had to guess songs without lyrics and there were lyric-based questions that, like, you know, I just had a rest and I just listened to, like, movie soundtracks and classical music. Um, but I'm kind of drifting back to lyrics a bit now. I've been listening to country music. Jasmine Ray has a new album coming out, and I adore her. She came on one of my Spicks and Specs episodes, and she is just great. I've also been listening to, like, this crazy redneck guy. <laughs> Chris Jansen. He has a song called The Power of Positive Drinking, and it is hilarious. Um, I know, I don't drink anymore. I haven't been drunk for like oh man when was it 2013 is that when i stopped um anyway yeah it's it's been uh it's been my fun thing country music because i was doing a thing on dolly parton recently so i was doing listening to a lot of dolly and i watched like this dolly parton uh it was dolly parton at the grand old opry like her 50th anniversary of being at the grand old opry which you like how does that work? And, oh, my God, she's so hilarious. She's like, you know, I don't look... <laughs> I know I don't look old enough to be celebrating my 50th anniversary, but, whew, my plastic surgeons sure do. <laughs> she's so funny. Um, anyway, we're in space. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about Doctor Who. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Toby's outside. <laughs> He's got writing on his face. The music is really effective in this moment, by the way. It's like sometimes Murray Gold uh, music can be a little heavy-handed, but this is just like a beautiful... It's, it's just like a cello or something. It's just like this gorgeous, oh, creepy string thing. It's great. Um, then the glass breaks and there's... Everyone on the station's panicking. It's like, oh, what's happening? Ah! And everyone's like... Then we see Toby who was outside with the writing on his face when the glass broke while Scooty was looking out of it, and he's somehow inside, no writing on his face. Uh, and they're all like, "Where? Well, everyone's here, everyone's here. Oh, no, Scooty's not here. Where is, she? Where is she? She's in Habitation 3. So they go to Habitation 3. She's not there. 
Well, she is. They open the roof and she's floating in space, being sucked towards the black hole. And I remember watching Doctor Who Confidential for this episode. I was like, how do they do that? She was underwater. They filmed her underwater. So her hair would all fly up behind her in a slow motion kind of way. And I was like, oh, wow, that is uh, that is that is going above and beyond. Like, because in the old days, they would just have someone lying on a piece of plastic. <laughs> Actually, probably what they would have done is have someone lying on the floor, waving their arms around on a green floor, and then just made it look like they were in space. So, props to the director for going. Yeah, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna film someone underwater because it's gonna look awesome. Uh, so they shut the door on her and say some poetry. I could look it up, but I haven't. Um, and then the drilling stops. Like, because they're drilling down to the middle of this planetoid to get the power source. And they're like, oh, so Ida and the Doctor put on their suits and they decide to go down the bottom. And there's lots of dramatic music and descent graphics and, you know, and then the Ood wake up. Um, It's a really long sequence for some reason. Uh, The lift stops and the Doctor and Ida are in this massive cave and there's huge carvings and statues. A bit like, you know, those giant statues at the at the opening of the river in Lord of the Rings. Like, you just go, wow, they're big statues. Like, that kind of big. But not as, you know, good special effects. Um, Like, we don't pan around them. It's just like, oh, yeah, they're over there. Uh, Then Toby's, like, back in the base. Toby's all twitchy and looking at his hands. And the Doctor gives a bit of, you know... (laughs) Ida goes, oh, there's no turning back now. And he's like, oh, you don't say that. That's that's like, you know, like saying nothing could go wrong or, you know, this is going to be the best Christmas Walford's ever had. Walford is um, where EastEnders is set. Uh, It's a made-up part of London. And they have these monumental Christmas episodes where lots of terrible things happen. It's like their most watched episode of the year. Uh, usually there's a wedding. I don't know what, like no one in their right mind would get married on Christmas except in a British soap opera. Like Coronation Street and EastEnders, Christmas Day weddings and and babies being born into mangers and things. And like it is really, if you're going to ask people to suspend their disbelief that much, come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, they find a huge seal in the ground with uh, those symbols on it that the TARDIS can't read. Then the Ood telepathic field ramps up. They're at 100. And uh, old mate ethics officer goes, oh, they should be brain dead. Um, and the doctor's like, what? What, what do those letters say? Uh, then Toby's face is covered in symbols and he starts talking in a creepy voice and he knows about the security officer's wife not forgiving him for something. It's a very odd moment. Um, but, you know, it, it hints at a deeper, you know, character for our for Danny Webb, the actor. Oh, he's a really good actor too. I like him. Um, then uh, the letters all fly off Toby and enter the Ood. Uh, which is very creepy. And then they all start saying in unison, we are the legion of the beast. And then the Ood zaps someone we've never seen before in this episode (laughs) with his light ball. And there's lots of shaky acting. The seal opens up. The planet's losing orbit. There's a voice that says, I am free. And it stops. Ah, uh, that's the end. Lots of things happening. Like, it's one of those quadruple-barreled uh, cliffhangers where it's like, oh my god, the Ood are coming for everyone. There's a big hole in the ground. There's some... That creepy voice is obviously popping out of somewhere, whatever it is. There's kind of a Lovecraftian thing going on. 
I'm really enjoying this episode. Um, it seems a little bit silly now. Uh, like when I first watched it, completely atmospheric and terrifying. Um, watching it in the morning is not as scary. <laughs> But maybe because, like, my subconscious went, let's do these ones in the morning, Adam, because nighttime will make you frightened and you won't go to sleep. Um, so, yes, Toby. <laughs> what a pity, Toby. Uh, <laughs> you've ruined your track record. Um, that is going to make no sense to anybody except my poor workmates who probably don't even listen to this. All right, tomorrow, uh, the next episode in this two-part uh, uh, Doctor Who adventure, we're going into the Satan Pit. Also, my nickname is. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.